Yeah, my name is uh, Professor Keith Schneider. Um, I'm a professor in the Department of Food Science and Human Nutrition. I am uh, a food safety microbiologist, and my research really focuses around how to keep food safe. And uh, recently, it's been dealing with microbes in the environment, specifically produce. And uh, with Hurricane Ian on its way, what are some issues that Floridians are facing with food storage during a storm? Uh, obviously, the biggest one is power outages. We 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 worry about with a storm of this magnitude losing power for uh, significant amounts of time, and again, how long our perishable foods are going to be safe. And uh, I was doing a bit of research on yourself, and does that also include besides fruits and vegetables? What other foods does that uh, include? Really, the ones we worry about the most uh, in refrigerated storage are things like uh, cheeses, meats, fish, poultry. Those are the ones that are usually the most problematic. Now, when the power goes out and your refrigerator starts coming up to room temp, we start worrying about obviously all foods, uh, but the potential for foods like meat and poultry, those are gonna have a higher potential for having uh, foodborne pathogens on them. And we just happen to store them all together in one small little box. So while our produce can stay relatively uh, safe for days even, uh, when we sort around other food items that uh, potentially can have purge or you know a, a prolific growth of harmful microorganisms, again we we worry about everything within a refrigerator. So if the power goes out, uh, the, one of the first things we do is tell people not to open their refrigerator. That kind of lets the the heat back in. Uh, we want to um, try to preserve that for as much that that cold for as long as possible. CDC recommends, that's the Center for Disease Control and Prevention in Atlanta, uh, they recommend uh, four hours if the power is up. For longer than that, we we don't want to start, we either want to move that food to a um, maybe an ice chest or some other cooler, or possibly start thinking of tossing it out at that point. What are some foods that don't necessarily need to be stored as safely as some of these other foods you just mentioned? Well, we have an entire class of foods shelf stable, which we typically keep in our pantries that normally don't, that don't spoil very quickly. Things in the refrigerator that are sealed, um, that are not opened, um, jams and jellies, if they're sealed, uh, are usually pretty typically, those are typically safe. Um, the difficulty is, is once things are, are opened and uh, especially items that have, say, refrigerate after opening, those are the ones we want to make sure that they remain cold. Do you have any specific recommendations that Floridians should be looking for before a storm comes? Well, one, stock up on non-perishable foods. That's that's one thing. Uh, if you do have foods that are perishable, if you bought, you know, recently bought meat or poultry, I'd package it up and stick it in the freezer. Kind of a little late now, but again, if you have the opportunity to freeze those things, you'll get at least uh, 24 to 48 hours if the food is frozen solid. So. Things that are perishable that can be frozen, like meat and poultry, I would recommend freezing that. In, in the case of a power outage, that gives you a little bit more time for the power to, to, to be restored. Uh, have an ice chest around. Uh, again, if the power goes out, transfer uh, food from the refrigerator to an ice chest if one is available. But uh, that's typically what we're looking to do is get those really high-risk items to a place that's going to be cold. Uh, if you do have some high-risk items but and you still have the uh, the ability to cook them, again, obviously that, that could be one way to use up some of those food items that are um, highly perishable uh, that are in your refrigerator. Uh, but again, you, you have a minimum amount of time before uh, those items start to, one, spoil. And and spoil is different, is different from safe, 
from safety, right? Um, just because something is spoiling doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be cause a, a foodborne illness. And just because something doesn't spoil doesn't mean that it's safe. So we really want to kind of adhere to those time frames because again, at that at those elevated temperatures for extended period of time, small amounts of pathogens that we find on food have the the time to multiply where uh, they might cause foodborne illness. My last question is, what are some of the most common foodborne illnesses that are found after a storm? There's a lot of different things. Um, for foodborne illnesses, you look for things that are spoiling. So typically in meat products, you look for things like poultry, which might have things like salmonella or potentially pathogenic E. coli on them. For soft cheeses and other items like that, again, or luncheon meats, there's something known as the sphere monosatogenes that can be problematic. 